All right. Welcome back to another episode of Beneath the Surface podcast. Uh, after a long hiatus, it feels good to be back. Derek, how you doing, bro? Yo, what's up, man? Good to be back, man. How you guys doing? Man, I'm doing good, man. It's uh, It's been a long pause, but, if, you know, we always have conversations regardless of the the uh, podcast or not. And so, you know, sometimes I think that's super important just to at least, it just shows that you're doing it. We have these conversations for other reasons. You know, it's not just to um, put out material, but is genuinely is something that, you know, you just enjoy doing, like having a good deep conversation with a friend or somebody who um, can meet you on that level. So um, whether it's doing the podcast or not, man, I appreciate just having the conversation with you. Yeah, no doubt, man. Likewise, brother. Likewise, always, man. You know, it's always good to be back, man. You know, feel like we're back at home, man. We're back, you know, <laughs> we're back hanging out. You know what I'm saying? So it's always good, man. Yeah, bro. So, dude, let's just uh, let's jump into the episode, man. Okay. So... I almost forgot the structure. Uh, it's been so long, dude. But uh, let's start off with digging a little deeper. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, dude, this week, man. Well, so we haven't recorded in I think like almost a month, man. Yeah. I've uh I've absorbed a lot of different content. You know, life just keeps moving. Um, one thing I recently uh I recently listened to um. Deepak Chopra's book, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. Have you okay. read that book? Uh, I have. I've listened to the audio. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's you know, the good thing about it is pretty short and sweet. It's only like an hour and 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And um, so I actually listened to it twice. But there is a seventh spiritual law called um, The Law of uh, Dharma. And Dharma, for anyone that doesn't know, Dharma is uh, basically says what it's been said by a lot of different people. We're, we're a spiritual being having a human experience. And one thing as human uh, as humans here having a, a, a spiritual experience or as spirits having a human experience, um, it's our duty to express our unique talents and to give those talents to the world and everyone has a purpose they have a special unique thing about them that they can express like no one else can and we have to figure that out that's our purpose that's your like your dharma um do you believe uh that's true i think you're somebody that you definitely believe uh we all have a purpose do you think our purpose is unique and unlike anyone else in the way we can execute that purpose yeah i mean i i um you know for someone that's kind of like um developed themselves spiritually and and kind of been uh interested in that space for uh, a long time yeah i believe that we all have a, a unique set of skills and um um a purpose um and uh and finding out what that purpose is and and um and trying uh to use that purpose to serve others man i think that's 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 uh, that's always been um at the top of the list right of things to do in our lives how we do that though is is what makes us unique you know what i mean like yes what, yeah what we, yeah how you 
we all are, are, are supposed to help each other, but how you want to do it and versus how I do it, um, that that's kind of where the variety is. But um, ultimately, yeah, even yeah, if man, it's like, yeah, you know, and even if it's like, uh, you know, Tony Robbins or Deepak Chopra or TD Jakes, like these are people are like great speakers, right? But even if that is their purpose, they still have a certain unique way that they give that gift to the world. Like it's, 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 you can say it's a different style, but it's unique to them and they figured out um, how to give that to the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, totally, man. But that goes for everything. I mean, I mean, you know, even you, if you look at yourself, uh, there's certain things that you do in your life too, as well. Um, I'm sure there's more things that you're, you're figuring out, but there's things that you do in your life too, as well, that, um, uniquely express who you are as a person. And, and, um, and that has an impact on your family, you know what I'm saying? And, um, your peers, you know, your close friends, me, you know what I'm saying? Um, for, 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 um, just to be quite candid with you, man. So, uh, yeah, you know, this, this is something that, and a lot of times people may feel like, oh, well, I don't know what my purpose is or whatever. I mean, I, it, it is, it is uh, a number one priority for us to find out what we are gifted with, you know, mm -hmm. what things we have within us that, um, can help, uh, benefit mankind and benefit each other. And once we figure out what those things are, uh, how to express those ways, how to express those, the, the, you know, those gifts in ways that um, are beneficial for both you and the person and the people that you're trying to um, influence. Yeah, no, exactly, man. And, you know, one thing that he breaks down in the book is not just uh, information, but it gives you advice and tips and suggestions on how you can actually execute these laws. Like, for example, for um, Dharma, if you want to like actually make full use of the concept of dharma to send things you can do is number one you should give yourself at least one hour a day in silence like that's taking yeah. a break from podcasts from audiobooks from yeah. family friends conversation taking in information giving out like you can break it up to two 30 minute sessions where you literally sit in silence There'll be a lot of internal chatter going on in the brain. But he was saying, like, when you get through that process, things will become a lot easier. And then he also talks about you can, um, you can uh, do, 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 basically write down things that you feel you might be good at. Just sit down, take a pen and a pencil, and ask yourself, how am I best suited to serve humanity? Right? and ask yourself if money was no concern um what would you do that's right. dude that's a good question to ask yourself if money was no concern money didn't exist this wasn't a monetary like a uh, world we live in what would you do and how would what would make you feel like you're losing track of time just by doing whatever you're doing because you're so into it um yeah man it was just it's just you know when I listen to that like I sometimes I question myself but in a good way in a good way like okay am I am I walking in my purpose and you know, I think we've discussed this on several podcasts before um moving towards it but you know me personally I'm not there yet but um I do think it's an important concept man like when you can when you can match 
when you can match what you feel that you're here to do and you're actually doing it to to the service of humanity then um i do think that's something that can make you feel whole you know yeah yeah do you feel like you're um you're moving in your purpose man do you feel like you've you know what you would do if, if if money wasn't a thing do you feel like you're moving towards that um yeah i feel like i am i mean i i, I know i can i can um i i mean i can express it a lot a lot a lot better um the more clear it becomes man i you know one of my biggest uh one of my biggest struggles man has always been to um get out of the way of myself you know um and yeah, uh, that's all of us, man. <laughs> yeah, man, for sure, man. But I'm, I, I ain't afraid to admit it. Like, yo, like sometimes I'm, you know, I'm, I'm my biggest problem, you know. And so, um, but you know, man, I, something like this, right? We're here. We're not getting paid. We're not doing it for the for for you know um, what we can get out of it in terms of um, a selfish a selfish uh, uh, a gain. It's all about just you know creating great content and, and, and sharing it with people, um, to help maybe just inspire them to kind of, you know, have, give them something to think about, you know, maybe something to laugh about. Um, and just to, to be associated with, with, you know, with, uh, uh, like minds, man. And, um, and it's all like a, uh, it all stems from a, from a sense of service, you know? And, uh, I think that as long as I'm doing something, to serve people right monetarily or not uh, then i'm living you know purposefully on what i on, on what i'm supposed to do you know now of course um there's always there's always room to to find um things that you can do to be be uh paid monetarily because at the end of the day you know we got we got bills to pay kids to feed and you know we got we got we got dreams to accomplish um, and, and financially, you know, financial goals are, are part of those dreams. Um, but yet and still, all of them are based around how can I serve people? How can I bring value to people? And if we can uh, figure out ways to do that, then we deserve all the money that comes with it, brother. Yeah, I think, I think, like you said, get we get in our own way. So I think this happens like we're, we're kind of, you know, say you're hustling backwards, like we're teaching, we're starting off the wrong way. Like, for example, let's say you were you were like a billionaire, like money was never going to be an issue for you, your kids, your grandkids, your great grandkids, like you had that wealth, right? And you had to teach your kids, you told them, okay, look, you're always going to be provided for. Your job is this really teaching some societies. Your job is to figure out what you're really good at and do that. Because if you tell somebody that, they figure out what they're really good at. They enjoy doing it. The, money, the finance is going to come. Like you'll have an abundance of wealth, but because a lot of times we're told, like, "Look, I'm gonna be supporting you when you get older." Like you gotta, right. you gotta, no, you right. You gotta like go to college. You need to like. I don't care if you want to be a dentist. Like, like you just gotta figure out what's gonna make give you a good living and do that instead of. And, and the emphasis on is on. Um, forcing anything to create wealth as opposed to the like almost surrender to the the necessity of, of money because you don't need it and just figure out what life truly has for you um 
I think if that was it, look, and that's that's a very idealistic and philosophical like principle, which you know I know that it's very hard to like put that into practice when you come from a certain um, socioeconomic background. But I think if that was the focus, then I think you wouldn't never have to worry about money. Do you wouldn't have to worry about how you're gonna make a living because you've 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 you started that journey so early in figuring out your purpose, how to, uh, to like make use of that concept dharma, that you're going to be really good at whatever it is, and if you're good at anything in this world, you're gonna make you know you're not gonna be you're not gonna be um, broke. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 All right. What are you? What about you, man? What do you? What do you? Um, how do you feel about? Um, purpose and stuff. You feel? Don't like be asking me questions, Derek. Ah, Don't be asking ah, me questions, bro. Ah, ah. We need to know about you too, Mister Washington. <laughs> Don't be asking me questions. The answers I ain't got, bro. No. <laughs> you're like Yoda. You know, you're like you're like um, you're like Luke, man. You're still trying to find your way. You're not. You're not. You're not a. You're not a, a Jedi yet, brother. You're still trying to find your way, huh? Yeah. Yeah. No. For real. Um. I do think my. Uh, I think my talents would uh it's a good question man it's a good question you know I have a I have a way with people to make them feel really comfortable and at ease and I think that is uh, a talent that I have I always kind of been that way um how to where I should take that talent that's what I'm still trying to figure out um I'm also someone who can like give without like any kind of like selfish desires. Like if I was, you know, like the president of the U S like, I mean, or, you know, or just some uh, venture capitalist, like I think I could be extremely fair and not, uh, not want to like hoard or be like, you know, selfish about things. So, sure, sure. you know, I, I understand where like my talents and gifts lie. just, I just haven't reached a point where, okay, well, where should I be putting all that energy and effort into? So, and I think I'll figure it out, but it's, uh, you know, baby steps, bro. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. No, it's all good, man. Glad I'm gone. Um, I appreciate you being honest about it, bro, because, um, you know, it, it is, it, it's, uh, it's a tough thing, man. And, and, um, a lot of guys, man, I mean, you know, have, you know pride they don't you know they never want to admit like hey man I, I don't i don't know all the answers you know what i'm saying so uh nice man it's good it's good to to kind of to kind of be um you know talking with you about this stuff because yeah brother we all struggle with it man but you know the the yeah the first way to, the best way to connect is to be honest about you know our own um struggles and stuff and and create that bridge rather than that than 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 um than a distance you know what i'm saying yeah, and I, you know, you, you you hit the nail on the head. Something you said. A lot of us guys, we have pride. I, I mean, I wouldn't just say guys, but I think when you commit yourself to, let's say, you went to law school, right, and you did all this work, you did this, and I always wanted to be this, and then you find out you're doing it, but your pride may say, like, you ask, you you your pride may prevent you from being honest with yourself. Like, are you living your purpose? Yeah, yeah, I am because. If I admit I'm not, then I got to, you know, change courses and that's too difficult. So I don't want to admit, you know, like I'll lie to myself until until I retire because I don't want to have to face 
what it means to actually have to go a different direction. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's true for a lot of people, man. Like, you, you know, it's kind of hard to be extremely, like, brutally honest with ourselves sometimes when it comes to that. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I guess that takes you know some some growth and stuff on on that that individual's uh, end and and um and getting to that. It's a skill, brother. It's definitely a skill. No one no one is uh, people that are able to speak out and be um, transparent about their about their their views or beliefs and 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 where they need to work on. That's a skill, man. It takes a uh, takes a tremendous amount of courage, man. And shouts out to everybody, man, that that that's able to do that or at least is aspiring to be that way where they can be more. Um, honest and open about the things that they, they struggle with it takes a tremendous amount of courage man and you're not alone you know we all going through that stuff so um, yeah I yeah, do man. think the younger generation is getting better at that I think we're moving towards I think the younger the youth is I think they may be a little misguided into what they think they want to do versus what they actually meant to do but I think their head is in the right space like I'm not going to like college because our parents said I have to I'm not going to just do this like I want to be a, you know, I think, I guess the downside to that is they're, uh, they, they value fame a little too much. Uh, the younger, the youth, you know, they'd rather be like, if it's, whether it's like YouTube famous or Instagram famous or just clout. like, yeah, yeah. I think they are very attracted or addicted to clout, but I think their mind's in the right space where in terms of they know they don't have to do what's been like prescribed to like all the other generations before them. Yeah, yeah. But I do think some of it is a little misguided, man. Like, like you said, like freaking cloud addiction. Yeah, yeah, that's true, man. That's it. Ain't, ain't nothing perfect, brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ain't nothing nope. perfect. They gonna have their own set of challenges and and stuff, just like us, man. Just like us millennials, we got our, our things to worry about. The um, the generations coming up after us, after us too, as well. You know, they, they've got their own kind of like superficial challenges they got to work through and stuff. So. Um, yeah, you got is your is your uh, oldest a teenager yet or yeah. how old? Yeah, sixteen. How old? Sixteen. Six. Oh my god, sixteen. Yeah, bro. Dang, I remember when that boy was a boy. Um, how <laughs> he's how, a boy still. That? He's just a big boy. He's an ogre boy. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, man, how's his uh, his mindset in terms of like his future? Is he is he thinking about that stuff or is he going the more traditional route? He's thinking about it somewhat, but. Um, Honestly, man, like uh, he, uh, there, there, there still is a level of distraction with the cell phone, and uh, I've noticed that. That's addiction like that. to yeah. a lot of even grown-ups. Mm-hmm. Certain yeah, levels guilty sometimes, yeah. right? It's a certain level of distraction, and you know, it's something that I've I've told them they have to manage. You know, what I'm saying you have to be able to to manage that because it's rampant in society, and. Um, you know, I, I it's interesting because I had to talk with him, man. Um, and it, hell, we can even probably transition after this. Um, but I had to talk with him, you know, the other day. And I was telling him, I said, hey, listen, guys. What you don't realize is that um, a long time ago, right, when I remember listening to Jim Rohn, who is like, you know, one of my um, um, most uh, impactful um, thinkers uh, in, in, in uh, to this day still. Mm-hmm. And I remember he said um, things to things to uh, inspect in the 20th century. And he said uh, global opportunity was one of the things to, to expect in the 21st century. But what he also said was um, keen competition. Right. And so 
um i was like wow that's kind of interesting but you know he foresaw that technology would 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 change things so much and he's all like you know a job opens up does it stay in america does it go to india you know does it go to china you know what i mean like you know who who has the the skill that can do it you know you you know what i'm saying you have you have people in india and germany and russia that got you know a laundry list of, de- of degrees you know what i'm saying like highly educated people and um you know a, a corporation opens up in california like or or hell but if they don't open up in california what if it's like hey man it's too the taxes too bad let me go to another country or another state and open up you know and so um there's just a global market now man um versus and in in the competition where everything has to step up at one time a bachelor's degree was all you at one time a high school diploma was all you needed then the bachelor's was all you needed then the master's was all you needed now if you ain't got a phd i don't even want to talk to you you know what i'm saying so it's just that um and then if you you know if you don't know computer if you don't know code if you don't know apps if you don't know uh, social media management I, I can't even talk to you you know what i'm saying like uh it, it's just the, the times have changing so much and for the, for the kids nowadays um they don't realize that yet like it's it's gonna be harder than it was for us i mean it's hard for us now it's gonna be it's, harder i wouldn't say harder it's just it's just different no well see i think harder the reason why i say harder is because if they're not aggressive the technology is moving so fast that if they're not aggressively in improving with the technology, they'll be left behind. Unfortunately, if you want a career in tech, you yeah, just well, have to know how to operate it. Yeah, but um, even even if it's not tech, I mean, you think of social media. You're thinking social media, like like the 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 fact that um, technology, even with social media, is becoming like there's people that are social media managers. Like what? Like just you know what I mean, like like uh, uh, algorithms and feed and posting and how to post and when to post and, and and how to reach out to people, how to connect, all this stuff. Now, if you go for a job, it's not like okay, well, we're going to have an interview next week. It's like, hey, um, can you be on a Zoom call at three o'clock? When uh, today? Like what? Like you know what I mean? Like like the the the, the demand for uh, um, well, 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 it's like the skills are on demand now. Um, people, corporations are looking for. Um, I think the the the, the industry or the, the the world itself is going to more of a productive uh, um, type of approach, where it's not so much about like uh, who you know, but it's what can you do, right? What can you do, right? How much can you produce? And with that being said, it, it, you know you have to be able to to have a good work ethic you have to be able to be sharp you have to stay current with technology and trends and stuff like that if you're gonna make it or you have to be creative enough to do your own thing and you've got to have you got to be you got to be ambitious enough to innovate just how a lot of the companies with the COVID-19 I mean a lot of them sunk because they couldn't innovate the ones that survived did so it's just I think it's going to be a lot harder because technology is moving so fast that if you want to sit around all day and play video games or do the bare minimum, you're going to be left in the dust. You're going to be dusted. Literally. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you that, you know, you definitely can't sit around and like stare at your phone and play video games all day because, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, 
ambition counts for a lot. And if you have none of that, then you can be, you know, you can, you can probably develop some, some of these kids, man, like with these video games, like it teaches you certain skills, like critical thinking and um, just gives you like this detail awareness of like, and even like uh, some kind of, you know, some different levels of coordination, like is heightened, but you can't yeah. apply any of these things I mean, if, if you're like not willing to get out of like just that that area you know what I mean like yeah I mean there has to be some ambition behind like okay well yeah you know how to play video games good which you probably figured out some other like skills just by doing this but now what are you going to do with it you know like, right you well, can't just use a distraction it can't be a distraction all day you know yeah you're right you're right but you know man this is what I've what I've I've realized too as well is that like um technology has gave people the illusion that we can sit around now and make money you know with the whole explosion of, of youtube and stuff like that i can make money from 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 just sitting at home and the truth of the matter is man is that although technically that is true um the 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 there is a certain level of um, work ethic, drive, and passion that has to be uh, uh, there um, for you to really get ahead because there's so many people doing the same thing. And don't get me wrong, man. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, you can play some video games. You can get some coordination, but that doesn't make you money. That doesn't get you ahead in a real way. You know, the people that are out, like, like for instance, I'll give you a prime example, bro. So, um, there's this guy that I, I really, I really admire called uh, Ed Milet, and he was talking about um, having eight-hour days. So he says, or was it eight hours or six hours? I think it was every six hours. Um, no, eight-hour days. Eight, yeah, eight-hour days. So what he does is he has eight-hour days. So he says, who has twenty? Who who say you got to have a twenty-four hours in a day? He said, I have eight hour days or sometimes six hour days. So in one 24 hour period, when you have one day at eight hours, I'd have three. So I'm trying to get a day's work done in eight hours, or I'm trying to get a day's work done in six hours. If I've worked, if I have six hour days, that means for every one of your days, I have six days. You stretch that out over a week, a month, a year, I will have had more days in a year than you have. What okay. that translates to over five years, I crush you. But it's because I've learned to compact my days into six or eight, uh, eight hour uh, time frames. And bro, that mentality of how to think, that is the way you have to think for the future. He's all like, bro, like you, you'll never catch up to me. If I'm getting what you get done, in in 24 hours in six hours you you'll never you'll never be able to compete with me that just goes back to that whole like don't be busy be productive mindset right right but that's Which, just what i'm saying a lot of times you know to have that drive to get after it you know you gotta walk faster you gotta talk faster you gotta think faster you gotta move faster because technology is doing that um but how do you show them how do you how do you teach them ambition how do you give them ambition I think well, how sometimes, do you cultivate that? I mean, I think that's through purpose a lot of times. I think and that goes back to what we that earlier conversation is um, allowing them the space to 
understand the purpose, what they really like trying to chase tr- that, 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 that those, uh, those little breadcrumbs towards what's, what's the bigger meaning for you in life. And I think ultimately the closer you start to move to with that, I think the more ambition starts to build up, the more drive, the more, um, the more hunger you have. Well, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, I, I mean, I, 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 the only thing that I have about that is that like, um, before your passion, before your passion, and this is one of the things that, you know, I have to honestly say that uh, I am slacking on a little bit. I got to get, I got to get on top of that before your passion, bro. You've got to develop a strong work ethic. That's true. I agree with bro, that. Bro, bro, look, you, you, um, my, uh, middle son very smart smarter than me when i was his age but he has a poor work ethic, work habit and i said kiddo listen you're super smart you just have a poor work ethic and that's and i said here's the deal you could be the smartest guy in the world but if you have a poor work habit a guy like me or a guy dumber than you or dumber than me with a strong work ethic will out outlap you thanks hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard right yeah same concept so, yeah and so, like, I've, I've, um, right now it's been a little tough, but, you know, when, when time moves on and, and, and we're able to get into a bigger, uh, a space, um, I'm going to strip them of everything. They don't know this unless they listen to this podcast. <laughs> they don't know this yet. I'm going to strip coming, them of dude. everything, bro. Everything's going to, everything's going to go. Everything's going to go. And, um, my oldest son listens to the podcast, though, so I, <laughs> He's gonna hear my I'm gonna plan. edit it, dude. I've been I know, right? I know I've been planning this. I'm gonna strip them of everything. And um they're gonna have to learn to get it from the mud. Like I had to get it from the mud. And I'm not even and don't get me wrong, bro. I'm not even like, oh, like the most um ambitious, like, oh my god, guy in the world. However, I told I told the boy, my boys, I said, listen, when I was your age, you know I used to walk around the neighborhood and collect cans and go recycle them to make money because my mom wouldn't give me any money. You know, I used to fix my own bikes. I used to buy my own stuff. I used to, Bro, I was in the streets, like, not like doing drugs and like that, but I was out there being creative. Like, I didn't have video games. Like, I played with my toys. And I, I, and I, I told the kids, like, well, we don't play with toys. I said, you guys don't understand. When I played with my G-Mans and my G.I. Joes, and my, I said, do you understand, like, I was using my imagination 300%. Yeah. The computer couldn't think for me. I couldn't, like, you got video games now, you got TikTok and everything to tell you what's funny. You can't do that. And so I literally, when you have these action figures, and how do you how do you have action figures on your bed? And out of these action figures that can't talk or nothing like that, you can have a, you can have a, star, a star fight. Like, you can have a, a full-on war with action figures how do you do that you're using your imagination and i said you guys don't understand when i was doing that as a young kid that led me that helped me to build create and become um um uh able to go out and make things happen as at a young age and i told him i said you guys uh even though you guys have technology you guys are a little more docile because you don't have to work it comes to you you don't have to go out and make you don't have to play with gi joe's and use your imagination you just let it flash on the screen and it'll it'll do it for you and i said even though the technology is great it also weakens you a lot because you you don't need you don't need to develop as much ambition 
as back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, or, or or different parts of the world. You know, you, you you have it so easy. That's why immigrant from a different country could come here and run laps over us because we have it so easy. And so what I want to do is I want to strip the boys of everything they have. And um, I want to make them... Um, I want to, I want to, I want to make them understand the, the value of work. Yeah, like, take them out in nature for like a week or two, man. Just take a long vacation, dude. I'm nothing, a, bro. I'm gonna take nothing them to rely on. I'm gonna take them in the uh, backyard. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave them in the tent. That's all I'm gonna do. <laughs> so you guys gotta survive. That's all nature you get, dude. So you're gonna survive and put you in the backyard in a tent. Figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah, man. But I, know, I, I do want to do something, man. That's really gonna, um, that's really gonna help them to understand the value of hard work, not just uh, uh, the technical side of it, but straight persistence, dogged persistence and, and, and realizing that sometimes brother, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta crawl through mud to get to paradise. That's it. You gotta no, do that's it. A fact. That's you know? a fact, man. Um, that's, that's one thing I, I got, I do. I love about my daughter, man. Her imagination is still so strong. Like she's the only child. Maybe that's why it has to be, but um, she doesn't really rely on any video games. You know, she'll watch TV like at nighttime before bed, but she plays with her dolls and she she's like impersonating like whatever per- their personalities are. They all have names. She plays by herself and she's talking. And I'm just like, I try to just look at her and just like, I just smile I'm like, man, that's that's awesome. Like she has like that kind of imagination. She has yeah. like a st- storyline for each doll. And there you go. She does that. And it's like, man, that's that's great to see, you know, a seven-year-old that's still like doing that and she's not like she doesn't she's not on youtube and all that uh yet so i don't know if it's going to eventually change but i'm just happy like that's naturally she just does that but yeah no it's i, I do thing, think man. imagination isn't is it's important man like any any of the greatest minds in the world that's passed like albert einstein they tell you like uh imagination is the most important thing you can have you're going to be an innovator but yeah yeah so i mean it's you know it's just uh there's things that have to happen because uh you know for us at the end of the day look um if we don't prepare our kids and i mean you know you you don't prepare your kids for the future brother i mean there's some fundamentals that you got to do you got to learn how to sell you got to learn how to be creative you got to learn persistence you got to learn courage you got to learn what real friends are what fake friends are you got to know how to read people you know like these are certain things that you can't really get unless you practice you got to learn to visualize and use your imagination you got to learn about energy and your intentions these are things that you have to practice and you have to get at and yes the technology can help you it can support you but it won't do it for you and unless you develop you know strong goals and desires um it's not going to work. And I mean, even for me, man, even like I, like I, I said, you know, a while back in my podcast, I said, um, whenever I work out, I always equate working out to, um, being successful because it's hard. And those days where it's hard, even like today I had a workout, man. It was like, I was like, Oh man, burn me out, burn me out. But you know what? When I talk to myself, I tell myself, that's it. That's how you do it. That's how you build a business. That's how you build a successful life. You do it. If it's easy, you do it when it's easy. But when it's hard, you do it when it's hard. But you do it, and you and you, you keep that momentum. Now, now this the stuff that I'm that I'm doing to push myself and to tell myself, like these are things that technology won't do for you. 
Like yeah. it's got to be in you and you got to put yourself in positions to strengthen that type of skill, the skill of being, of taking the courage to do something even when it hurts or to keep going even when you feel tired. You know what I'm saying? Like, pumped up, dude. Yeah, man. yeah, those are yeah. the things that I have to, I have to, you know, teach the kids and I can't do it with all the distractions. So I got to strip them, bro. Yeah. And that's great, man. I, when I, you know what I love that you said? Um, it's, you, it's, it's like, it goes back. Like you can listen to so much positivity, like read all the best, like motivational quotes, the memes, listen to the audio books, read the books, but you got to do the work. You know what I mean? <laughs> even when, even when you don't want to do it in order to be successful at anything, like whatever you apply the term success to, you're not going to like hit that goal unless you actually do the work. Like you said, even in the gym, like, Oh, you want to be successful at a building muscle and cutting fat. Well, you got to work out in the days you don't feel like working out on. And that's a good reminder for all of us. Even me, man, like that's, good to hear you know you just say that because we all need that reminder that there's no amount of words that can really do it for you no technology nothing and you just have to get up and like do it so yeah, yeah man that's yeah dude props man that's that's uh that's big bro so yeah, bro. yeah man so let's uh let's shed a little loose that's like bro that's okay, cool, um <laughs> So yeah, man, we'll um, we'll kind of go to some of these. Uh, so here's the thing, man. So I uh, I ran across an article right about um, a restaurant. Well, it was it was a uh, it was this lady, right? She was celebrating the Jewish holiday at her, at her synagogue. Uh, it was in New York, right? And so she ordered a bunch of pizzas, and it turns out that the COVID thing hit. And when she when it hit, the people stopped having a party. But this lady had already ordered the pizza. So what she did is so she ended up saying, well, heck, even though I've ordered these pizzas, I'm going to still deliver them to the people that couldn't have that 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 were that were that they had intended to get it for because, you know, they closed the synagogue. So she delivered um, the pizzas. She delivered the pizzas. Um, to those people after she did that right um, there's something called the pizza brigade was born and what happened was volunteers that's different from pizza gate right <laughs> yeah 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 it, I'm it, messing around you know what pizza gate is no I don't know what pizza gate is okay never mind I won't go down that road alright exactly ahead, Paul yeah so um, so what happened was the, these volunteers started delivering pizzas with no charge to families that were in quarantine. And then once they started doing that, they had fed over a hundred families. And then what happened was these, these group of people, this brigade started partnering with the bakeries and they started delivering other Jewish things to people um, that, that, you know, um, honored like the Sabbath and stuff like that. So you got these 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 people that are in a Jewish community that are that are that are that it started off where the quarantine they couldn't get the pizzas, but they delivered them anyways. Then they kept delivering, delivering, and then they started a little group. Then, right as that began to go, um, what happened was was they started delivering to healthcare professionals, um, and then they started delivering to the, the ambulance corps. 
and started delivering to hospitals. And then as people um, kept ordering from this restaurant because this pizza rest, this pizza place was delivering all these people, more people started ordering from this place because they're like, well, this pe- this pizza company is, is getting back to the community and they're doing this stuff. So they end up drumming up more business. So after they started doing that, um, it just, it just, it, it kept going. And so then after a while, they started selling more than just pizza. They were selling all kinds of stuff, all kinds of other uh, foods too as well. Um, and then one day there was, um, um, uh, the, it got out that, you know, a, a lady had lost her son and that she was an, he, you know, uh, she was an activist. And so she got inspired by what was going on. And she said, you know what, let me see if I can do even more. So what she did is she found a refrigerator and she said, we're going to see if we can get this refrigerator, put it out on the front uh, uh, of the store, this pizza place or whatever, and just fill it with free food. And whoever needed the food could come in and get it. And so um, she started doing that. And when she started doing that, people started offering and donating food. So you had this refrigerator that was sitting out in front of um, it was in it, it was in a city called uh, Riverdale, and so it, was, it had a mix of people that lived and you know you know you know people that were uh, wealthy and those that were also kind of struggling. So it was it was a good diverse uh, a city, but this refrigerator sitting in front of the store now, where people would come in and not only take food but put food. So then after that, man, they, they called it was called it was called the friendly fridge, and. Um, you know, people just came in, man. They made the donations. They dropped off fruit. Uh, deli owners donated sandwiches. Everybody kept donating stuff. So something that started off with just, you know, s- delivering pizzas then turned into this big, like, kind of, like, thing where people were donating food and putting in this refrigerator where you could come by and get some food. And it was sanitized and stuff like that. And what happened was um, Riverdale became nominated as one of the 50 the 50, the 50 uh, nicest places in America in 2020. And what that means is that they looked at all the, the, the areas in the, in the country where, where uh, um, love and support and community were getting together to help the people. And so Riverdale made that nomination. And it's, um, it's a Bronx community, man. And, and they were just, you know, they've, they've been real big about your charity and stuff like that. But, um, it was just great, man, to hear the story about how it all started with just people wanting to give back, and um, it spread to something now to where there, there, there's um, refrigerators where the businesses are are use letting them use the electricity to put it out there for the community, how the community is getting together, and um, you know, it's just it's, it's, it's taking on a life of its own. No, it's dope, man. I think. Uh... The Jewish community is always banded together, and that's one thing a lot of other communities, I mean, we can all take notes on how to, uh, you know, they, they vote within their interests, they support their community, they uh, they do things very collectively, and uh, that's how they are able to leverage so much power, even though they're a small minority group, but you yeah. hear about, like, you know, the Jewish people owning the banks, they own this, they, like, that's because they put their money together and they 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 uh they move in solidarity and as a collective unit so um you know a lot of you know the black community were kind of i wouldn't say 
under scrutiny, but we don't do that, you know. But yeah. I think we're a bigger minority group. However, uh, we've never were able to like gain that mindset that that the Jewish community has, man. Like, yeah, I think when you can do things as a collective and take care of your like your people then you guys can you know the, the the amount of power you can build is it's amazing man just like stuff that simple like being able to feed that many people which i'm pretty sure dude like i know like that's probably like a jewish community on over in new york yeah but yeah. they were able to uh do you know big things man it doesn't yeah. take it doesn't take a whole lot of people to do uh big things but you just gotta have like that 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 uh that center of energy, man. That synergy. Yeah. yeah. But it, it transferred out to a lot of people too as well. I mean, it, it started in the Jewish community, but, um, you know, it, 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 it kind of like affected a lot of people in the Bronx. And so, yeah. um, you know, it, it was just a beautiful thing, brother. Oh, man. Yeah. So what about, uh, let's, let's move on to the next topic because we, uh, I know we're trying to keep this to, you know, about yeah. an hour yeah, we got we're, we're we're right on track, man. Um, the next one is uh, moments of uh, moments of truth. Um, yeah. Did you have anything about moments of truth, man, that happened to you? You know, over you know maybe like in the last week or so. I did, and and um, I was listening to I was listening to a podcast. I forgot where I heard it, but someone was saying he said, whenever you meet someone, you should give them something. Sure. And I'm just like, wow, okay see where he's going with that and he was like you, you pass off positive energy give somebody something it doesn't have to be exactly a physical thing but he's like you can give that person a smile you know you can give them gift you can say a silent prayer to that person when they leave like when you give something it's basically the law of the universe like it's going to come back to you and karma and it permeates throughout the entire universe. Um, I thought that was dope, man. I, and that's something I've been just trying to be more intentional about is when I do meet someone, giving them something, whether they know it or not, um, I think it's important, man. And yeah. so when I heard that, I thought it was super cool and something that I want to apply um, starting like immediately. So yeah, dude, that was my moment of truth, bro. What about you? Yeah, man, that sounds that's that's heavy, bro. Um, for me, my uh, my, mom, my moment of truth was um, so so there was a, I was listening to an audio book and he was talking about how um, success uh, uh, well well there's something you know to do with energy where where we have what's called like a mental currency, right? So the more um, we are able to develop ourselves emotionally. And to become stronger mentally, we develop a sort of mental currency. But things such as uh, people don't realize is that consistency um, is very important and people kind of just give up too soon. Um, but ultimately, success is expensive. Healing is expensive. Um, all these things require uh, a large amount of currency. And uh, it, it kind of dawned on me because I was like, wow, I never saw it as like, you know, you developing your mind you're basically, you know, thinking it as, you know, you're, 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 you're building your mental bank account. And a lot of times the reason why you're not able to be successful or your reason you're not able to get the healing you want is because you don't, you can't afford it yet. Meaning you haven't developed yourself 
uh, uh, mentally or emotionally to a high enough capacity to to get that. And I think just looking at that, um, it kind of changed my perspective about how I thought about my thoughts and how, you know, when I'm looking at my life and the things that um, um, the thoughts I'm thinking, are they positive thoughts? Are they strong thoughts? Are they affirmative thoughts? Um, would indicate how rich I am mentally. And so if, um, you know, you're, 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 you're rich enough mentally where, where you're, you know, you have um, a lot of these, these thoughts that are going to build, edify, amplify, and uh, affirm the best in life, right? Um, these type of things will put you in the best positions to get, you know, success, healing, uh, prosperity, the relationships you want, whatever. Um, and so I don't know, I just, it, it really kind of dawned on me, man, about that. Like, wow, like people, people, um, I swear it went back to this basketball player, man. I think it was a basketball player. I forgot who the name was. Maybe it was, the, it was a mother of a basketball player. When, um, when they asked her, they said, um, um, how is it, how does it feel to be, uh, to be, to be broke? And she said, or he said, he said, um, I may have been broke, but I've never been poor because being broke is temporary, but poor is a mentality. And so um, when you think about your life and the things you want, are you mentally poor? Like, are you mentally, are you mentally broke? You know what I mean? Like you could, you could, you could be physically like, like you could have um, physical challenges and stuff like that, man. But if you have, uh, if you're, if you're, if, if mentally you're prosperous, if mentally you have abundance, um, the, the circumstances around you will change. And so like, I have to really think about myself like, wow, like how am I, what's, what's my, what's my mental bank account like? And I really just put a different perspective on things that have me like, wow, like that's, that's a great way to look at things. You know, like, like success is expensive. Healing is expensive. Um, re- uh, healthy relationships are expensive. And in order to be able to afford that, you've got to develop and build your mental currency or build your mental capacity for such things, like which involves your vibration, your intentions, your affirmations. Uh, um, how do you see yourself? Um, you get what you want by being positive. You don't get what you want by being negative. You know what I mean? Like all these different subtle energies and mental soft skills that you have to develop. These are the things that are going to put you in a position to get attract the success, healing relationships you want. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man, it really was like a big eye opener for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just, it goes back to like mindset. It's everything, man. You know, it's, uh, you can be broke, but not broken. Like there's still a chance to come back from certain things because mentally you, you haven't given up. Um, and then just figuring out ways to really strengthen that mindset through you know, spirituality, through love, through giving, gratitude. Like these, these are all like um, certain things that, that can really strengthen just that mindset to not just fully like, you know, be, be poor, like you said. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. No, man, that's, that's, that's cool, bro. That's, uh, that's deep, bro. Hey man, you too, man. You getting deep on me too, man. So hey, man, I, I beneath I, the surface, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's uh let's look at um weekly intentions, man. What have you been intentional about? Uh just what I talked about earlier. Okay. With okay. the whole um give someone something when you when you meet them. Mm-hmm. Um I thought I just thought that was a powerful lesson that 
something that I've never uh, haven't really explored too much. And when I heard it, it's just one of those uh, one of those things that just it makes sense. It makes sense. I'm like, well, this is definitely something I need to apply in my life and be intentional about. So mm-hmm. that's me, man. What have you you've been uh, intentional about? Um, revisiting my vision board. Um, re reinspecting the goals, updating pictures, enhancing my vision, my vision board. Um, uh, a lot of times I didn't, I, I had fragments of a vision board, but not a full one. So that is, that is your emotional, uh, um, blueprint. This is the thing that will keep you on track. And hey, tell me, tell me, tell me some one thing on your vision board that I wouldn't expect on your vision board. One thing that you wouldn't expect. I mean, I told you my life, bro. Jesus. Um, <laughs> one thing on my vision board you wouldn't expect from me. Um, uh, let's see. What is one thing on my vision board? Oh, gosh, jeez. I have you got Lambo. Why? How did you know a Lambo? How did you know a Lambo? <laughs> how did you know? See, how did you know a Lambo, man? See that? Um, let's see, man. Um, did you know that um, I want to I want to start a um, um, a charity for for um, people um, that that are less fortunate and provide things for them. I don't know I don't know what it would be, but it'd be something to like maybe providing wheelchairs to children or something like that or yeah. or what well, is shocking like. I mean, that's that's something I would expect you to have on there. Yeah. yeah so, like, if you told me like Beyonce or something, I'm like, oh, dang, I wouldn't expect that, but that's that's dope, you know. Um, <laughs> see, little man. cutout. Of... Nah, it's all uh, good. I man. told you, you know, I told you, I want. Oh, did I tell you that I wanted to? Um, did I tell you that I wanted to? I wanted to go and visit um hospitals for children or people that were ill and just uh, pray for them. Um, um, and uh, and and have like a, a type of a healing mission, like, like go on a mission where I would, um, I would, yeah, I would build my, you know, cause right now I do have some experience in, um, energy modality of, you, you've uh, told me this before. Right, and so, yeah, right, but, but taking that and doing something where I would go off, let's say like once a month or something like that, I would go and I would offer uh, free healing of some sort or I would go somewhere and be and my whole purpose would be just to provide a uh, healing and um upliftment um to people that are How would this How would this healing happen would it be through like a prayer or do you have to like put hands on someone like how does that How it, does that it, work for you it, it would be it would be um, a collection of all those things it would be um it would be prayer um I would I could lay hands but I don't have to lay hands um, but, but, but I think like the, 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 the premise is I would go and I would offer my services or I would offer my, 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 uh, my gifts of healing to other people for free. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't charge you nothing like that. Like I would, I would, it'd be a day where I'd say, Hey, listen, if you want somebody to pray over you or you want somebody to like work with you a little bit or something like that, here it is. And it would be yeah. a selfless thing because I I've always been inspired by people that that work at the hospitals and then they go off on missions you know to like Guatemala or like India or small little rural communities and just do service and just help people and I was like wow wouldn't it be great if I could um 
you know, maybe go to a, a homeless shelter and just pray for the people a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you um, could definitely do that, bro. You yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like something, like stuff like that. Yeah. I know, right? Hey, well, you, I, hey, COVID, bro. Watch your mouth, bro. COVID, yeah. bro. COVID, bro. <laughs> chill, chill, bro. Too. Hey, bro, you can heal from COVID if that's the case, bro. Well, what, I, what could happen, though, what could happen is online, um, if people um, know about it and talk about it and if they would like, I could um, do some distant healing. There's a guy in Brazil who heals people from Brazil. Yeah. He tells you. You mean a John of God? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm not like that. I mean, his his style. Of, Wayne Dyer claims he healed him from cancer, dude. Yeah. His style of, of, of healing is, is on a level that's like way beyond me. But all healing is better than no healing. All prayer is better than no prayer. All intentions, if you're really receptive to it and it's what you're looking for, um, it's good, bro. It's good because sometimes, listen, you may you, you may have somebody that that can that can offer us some some assistance to to your recovery, but you can't get to them because you can't afford it, or you can't get, you know, you can't you can't you don't have the time to fly to Brazil or whatever. You know what I'm saying? If I'm hurting right now, what John and God gonna do? I can't. You know what I'm saying? I can't. No, no, he, can't. he doesn't. You don't have to go to Brazil. You can be right here in your house, and he'll he'll heal you from Brazil. Yeah, but you got to get through though. I don't. It's not like you can't just hit his line like well, that. It's like, got a long line, exactly, man. Right. But. That's what I'm saying. So the more people, the more, I think the the more people that identify with the ability to heal or help assist people in their healing, and they're and they're utilizing that, the better. The more healers we have walking around the planet that are actually active and healing people, the better it will be. Do so, you think he's actually like? curing people of cancer and like all the things that he claims he does i mean he supposedly he doesn't charge a fee for his services either he doesn't accept money but he's claiming to heal like thousands and thousands of people from like all these uh like terminal illnesses bro and i'm an open-minded skeptic when it comes to that stuff like i could believe it but i need to see like some i want to like it can't just be faith-based like i was just gonna be like i won't accept it at face value like i would I can be convinced, but I'm, I'm not going to say it's not true, but I'm also just not on board, like, right off the rip. Well, well, I mean, it, that's that's fine, because, you know, here's the thing, man. A lot of times, now, every now and then, you always have your, it's not an absolute, but generally speaking, um, that type of healing work is for the believer. So anybody that travels to, reaches out to, waits online or whatever to meet a healer, believes in it and well, ultimately- I don't know if that's true man I think I think some people are at last resort what the hell let me give this a shot and I think even for those people it claims like it's it's work like think about it man like if you like didn't want to go through chemo because they told you only got like eight months to live anyway I should I would write the letter be like dude please like give me a shot you know what I mean like I would you know, I don't necessarily know if it's going to work or not, but I would be definitely like open to trying it. Yeah, know? well, this like, is this. What's that's, that's, lose? that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Anybody that seeks out a healer has to believe in it or be open to it, meaning they yeah. lift up mentally. They lift up the they lift up their defense to it, because at the end of the day, listen, no one can heal you without your consent. You have to be open to it because you can block the energy. 
because you you have that ability to block the energy yourself. So if I'm like like for instance, like for instance, Paul, if I want to heal you, Paul, or I want to send you, or or I want to activate rather healing in you, and you're like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't even like you, Derek. You can block yourself. You have the ability to block the healing and get in your own way in a sense. And so the same thing, anybody, anybody that decides to seek or wants to work with a healer has to have some level of either belief or they have to, they have to, 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 to suspend resistance to it and at least be open because a person, I can work with a person that's open that say, like, I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm not going to knock it. I mean, I'm not going to try it. One person that's like, I ain't going to do it. I don't want to. I, then good luck to you. That's all good. You go do your thing. But there's so many people in the world that are saying that that in a dire situation, right? Because sometimes, you know, it goes, it, it, it kind of goes back to the Eastern philosophy where the guru would go through all these um, exercises and these brutal things to get people to break their ego to break their ego and once you yeah once you can shatter the ego you can realize who you really are so in the same sense if a person's like hey man like 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 i don't want to do that i don't do that okay great you do that your ego tells you not to do that but will let you get sick enough hurt enough your ego will break and you'll be like you know what i'll try anything now you're yeah. open. now you're open and now you can allow um, now you can allow the possibility for healing to take place in your in your body. Now, a lot of people, they don't need to go through a dire situation. A lot of people believe as it is, and their belief um, can allow healing to take place in their, in, in their, in their bodies. And it, all you need sometimes is someone to come along and activate uh, a, that or just to remind you of the power you have. And with their belief, you then can build up enough of your own belief to make your own miracles happen in your life. You know what I'm saying? But, but, you just, but is someone healing or is God doing the healing? Like, or is God using that person as an instrument? Because like people that believe in God or whatever faith, you know, or, you know, whatever religion, like they die every day, bro. Like true, some of the most true. faithful it's, people get, you know, cancer, get whatever. And sure. they may go. So, well, it, it, here's the thing, man. Um, and this is a deep topic. We gotta, we gotta. We, I was gonna talk to you about it some more, but we can't really get into it because we're we're almost. We can do it next week. Yeah, yeah. we we'll do it next week. But just to answer that somewhat, um, it depends on how you look at life. Now, if you ask me, I would say we're all God. So within us, we we all have the possibility to do um, certain things, and healing is one of them. Now, we also have the possibility to manifest disease in our bodies too as well it's an open canvas but um i i don't how i believe i don't heal you per se like i give you something all i do is i remove the blockage that you have put in your life in your body and allow the healing to take place you know you think about it like this like you you, you if you have a muscle right the muscle flows and if you work out enough you can get a knot now once you get a knot it's painful and the blood flow can't flow properly so since the blood flow can't flow properly you have pain if i come in 
and I do some manual techniques to push out that knot, relaxation and stretching, I then can help to ease the tension and restore that muscle to its natural, uh, 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 um, you know, its natural, its natural form. When that happens, the blood flow, the oxygen begins to flow naturally. And then, you know, your, 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 your thing's okay. Now, I didn't go and give you another muscle. I didn't come in and say, hey, you're, you got not any traps here. Let me cut that out. Here's a new one. Let me, let me stitch it in you and you're all good. I didn't. All I did was I loosened the knot, but I didn't remove the muscle. In the same sense, energetically, we can create knots within our, with the, you know, in our energetic body. And sometimes um, a healer can come around and help to remove those knots. And once you can That's remove those knots, then the energy can flow. And anything that happens physically to us happens first on our etheric body, our spiritual body. You have like a, like kind of like an aura, you know what I'm saying? So before we see it uh, physically, it, it happens mentally. So a lot of times there are many healers that do nothing but work on the energy body. And once they can heal the energy body, the physical body will 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 mirror that in the same sense. That's that, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah in the same sense that even like Eastern medicine, right? It's the same right. thing with like you have chi. They right. call it chi. That's the energy that flows right. within you, and you can have certain blockages right. that they use these certain right. techniques to right. allow that chi to still flow because flow. you know release that or right. unblock whatever it's right. we call it holy spirit happening. we call it christians call it holy spirit it's the same thing they call they call energy the holy spirit yeah same thing same thing it's the same it's the same type of thing everybody has their own way of putting it but the thing is there is a uh energetic component to the things that we feel physically in the same mm -hmm. sense that you know if you think you're afraid you'll sweat physically if you think you're rich, you'll make money physically. If you think, if you want to experience, um, if you're if you're down, if you're if you're depressed, if you're if you're if you're you know you're 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 angry or whatever, you'll produce disease because the disease physically gives you the feeling of what you've been thinking. Hello, that's true. Yeah, no, it's true, man. Stress gives you uh, a lot. You know, more disease than shit. Anything else. So Yeah. So you're right. But yeah, man, but that that's that's but that's that's kind of where it goes with that, man. Um, we're all God and we all have the ability to um to heal ourselves. And sometimes we just need assistance from our fellow brothers and sisters to help remove some of those blocks so we can heal ourselves. Interesting, man. Because we have we, we, we have the we have the hardware already. We have the software already. We have it already. Sarah. We don't need to go anywhere and look for anything outside of ourselves. We have it. We just need to be reminded yeah. of it or have someone come along and help us just clean up a little bit. I, I agree with a lot of that you just said. And I think you make uh, a lot of good points. There's a couple more questions I would like to ask about it, but we can we can, we can can hold that for sure. another sure. episode. Sure. Um, you want to wrap up with some uh, final thoughts, bro? Um, yeah, man. So for final thoughts, hey, guys, I know it's been a while. It's been about a month. Um, Life happens, man. It's crazy. But um, I'm glad we're back here again. Hopefully this, this video finds you at a, at a good time. Um, stay blessed. Stay positive. Stay safe. Wash your hands, guys. Uh, wear your mask. <laughs> keep your distance. You know what I mean? Even though we do um, promote, uh, you know, 
going beneath the surface and, and thinking outside the box at the end of the day we do need to take care of ourselves and take care of our loved ones because um it has it has kind of spiraled out of control a little bit and so do our part man to make sure that we're able to um to show up safely and healthy tomorrow yeah dude i i totally agree like this this uh we're not we're not out of the neck of the woods for sure and um you know i just uh just spread positivity man there's a lot of just a lot of shit that can weigh you down if you uh if you really go down that that hole so um just just spread spread positivity and be the energy that you want to receive um that's that's with everything so that's it man cool. i think it was a good 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 talking to you bro good episode man i liked uh some, just some interesting conversation and i definitely want to touch back on that whole um the healing thing i actually want to see i want to see you walk that path man i want to i just kind of want to be a voyeur on your journey and and see uh and actually watch you you're, uh, you know hear hear about how you're doing in the hospitals and at the shelters and how you're affecting other people's lives through healing and uh being that positive energy man so i'm excited for what's to come for you dude i, th- I do think you're going to hit those goals man it's not just going to be on your vision board but it's going to be a real life testimonial so um it'll be good to see bro yeah i appreciate it man yeah that's 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 uh, that's the plan brother you know god willing man we'll make everything happen so um yep. there's so much such there's such a big opportunity uh and void for people that need you know in 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 today's society man there's so there's such a big need for uh leadership love creativity healing um there's such a big need for that stuff right now affection empathy um so um we've got our work cut out for us brother but that's 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 the spiritual journey we're on well all right bro well until next week yep. we'll do it yeah. next week man. <laughs> yeah yeah we're doing it <laughs> <next week. laughs> we're gonna get back we do we're getting back on track starting today yes sir so dude next week man we got we got a game plan for everyone to uh make sure we're consistent i think i said that a, a couple times and then been inconsistent so you're human man, bro. you're human we're you're gonna human. we're we're we back baby yeah <laughs> All right, brother. Till next week, it's been another episode of Beneath the Surface. Peace. Cool. Peace.